Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one final page of Talmud a day. And I say final because today's page of Talmud, Yevamot 30, well, it's about divorce. And more specifically, what makes a divorce a divorce? What makes it final? Have a listen. Uncertainty with regard to divorce occurs when, for instance, he wrote a bill of divorce in his handwriting, but there are no signatures of witnesses on the document, or there are the signatures of witnesses on the document, but there's no date written in it, or the date is written in it, but there is only the signature of a single witness. Since there is doubt as to whether these three kinds of bills of divorce are valid, a woman who was divorced through them it's only possibly divorced. And so this case is called uncertainty with regard to divorce. And I think anyone who's gone through divorce could really sympathize with this notion of uncertainty. Is it really over? What makes it final? To answer this question, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show Dr. Judith Risquet Rabinor. She's the author of most recently, The Girl in the Red Boots, Making Peace with My Mother and Relevant to our conversation, befriending your ex after divorce, making life better for you, your kids, and yes, your ex. Dr. Rabinor, welcome to the show. Well, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Our pleasure. And so only one easy question for you today. Uh, what what makes divorce final? Well, that's a really interesting question because one of the takeaways from my book is divorce ends a marriage, but it does not have to end a family. And so even when a divorce is legally finalized and every T is crossed and every I is dotted, what kids need most is to know that they have a family, that they can have mom in one house and dad in another house, and they can live in either house or both houses. But what kids need is to know that there's still a family. And that's what most parents want to know when they get divorced. How am I going to get divorced without screwing up my kids? And so there are lots of strategies for people to keep in mind because divorce only occurs when people have had it with the relationship. Uh, it may be a violent end. It may be just a fizzle, just a fizzle that the relationship fizzled out. But what kids need to know is you two left each other. Holy smokes, didn't you promise to be there forever? And instead of being there forever, one of you or both of you walked out on each other. But what kids really worry about is don't walk out on me. And how do parents do that? Well, one way they do that is they try to support each other, even when one's ex does the wrong thing. Should I give you some examples? Please do. Well, you know, one of the things that really irritates people when they're divorced is that the other parent brings the kids home late. So how does the parent who's waiting for their children to come home respond when the doorbell rings 45 minutes late, two hours late, and it's the third time in a row with a crazy excuse like too much traffic or the car broke down or the dog ate the homework, you know, those kind of excuses. And it's really important, more important than ever to practice mindfulness, to try not to be reactive. And that doesn't mean you can't say what's on your mind. It, I really appreciate it if you bring the kids home on time. I really worry when the kids are late. But it's important to speak out of a place of mindfulness, compassion, kindness, 
all of that. And this requires a lot of work because this is a person that you're probably angry with, disappointed with. You might also be angry and disappointed at yourself that you married a person who didn't turn out to be exactly who you thought they were going to be. So what you must do in order to be divorced and take care of your kids is keep in mind, I will take the high road. I will act as if I was married to this person and they walked in the door. And of course, I was upset when they were late, but I'd say, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I was so worried that you're late. I mean, that's one kind of an example. Learning to respond rather than react because once a divorce is underway, you no longer have the kind of privilege that you have when you're married to somebody, but you still have the same responsibility to your children. How can you, your children need two parents and it is up to each of you to support and be kind and be compassionate to and about the other. So these are very simple words, but they're not that easy because it's not easy to keep your emotions in check, right? Uh, I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm very good at that. Very I'm good. Sure. I'm sure. Maybe <laughs> you'd like to jump in with some good examples. Right. I'm grateful that I, I leave it all up to you. Right. So the thing is, it's, it, it's what's important to really you know, get across is it's that divorce that damages kids. It's when the divorce is mishandled. And what parents need to do is they need to create a new vision of a co-parenting relationship that is not dependent on marriage. It's dependent on co-parenting. You know, I know about this firsthand because I did get divorced many, many years ago, and I had no idea what I was in for. And I would say that's true of almost everybody because divorce affects the family. It affects your finances. It there brings up legal issues. It brings up extended family issues. People you would never expect suddenly may be dropping you because they think they're, quote, siding with the other person, or they may be angry at you because you have hurt somebody in their family. And so many things in one's life become very, very unbalanced. And even though your marriage has fallen apart, it's still important to be a good parent and to be a family. How to remember that even if you dislike your ex, children want and need two loving parents. I remember when I told my daughter, and she was eight years old, Daddy and I are getting divorced. The four of us were sitting there together. My ex-husband, my son, my daughter, my son was 12, my daughter was eight, and Daddy and I are going to get divorced where Daddy is moving into another house, and we were all sitting there. And my daughter, who was eight, turned to us and said, am I still having my birthday party next year? That says <laughs> a lot, right? Yes. Says a lot. Kids want to know that their life is stable, and that's the responsibility of the parent, to keep the big picture in mind and to take the high road, to really give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Dr. Abner, you have given us a bit of Talmudic and human wisdom for which we are deeply grateful. Thank you so much for being our guest. And thank you so much for inviting me. Look forward to chatting another time. This has been Take One. 
If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon. Thank you.